this is not reality. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hello, Larry. Planet Rage, episode 35. (laughs) Yes. I'm wondering if if I have to rename you Lazarus or something. You've had the coof, baby. (laughs) I want to know everything. Everything. It was... uh... You know, there was an interesting thing on Breitbart that showed how many people now are really concerned about getting COVID. And that number is like, well, not nil, but it's down. It's way down because the reality of the situation is uh, most people will fly through it just fine. And beyond about 24 hours where I really didn't feel good, it kind of uh, Mm -hmm. broke from there and uh, and slowly kind of got better we're um what nine days past now and every now and then if i breathe really deeply i'll need to cough and still coughing up a little bit of the uh you know the greasy phlegmy kind of stuff the green goo uh-huh yeah okay. which was the first thing <laughs> that was uh showing as infected because again you follow along close enough you learn all the stuff about covid and when my buddy Gene got it, and he was quite a bit sicker than I yeah. was, it took days for the COVID test to start coming back positive. And of course, which mm-hmm. leads to the people online. They're like, it's not even real. It's mm-hmm. just a cold. Stop testing. Well, OK, I don't think it was a cold. I don't know yeah. what it is. But I'm not a medical professional. Well, how fast did your test say positive once you felt shitty? What, what happened? Woke up at. Like three o'clock, I think it was on Friday morning and with a sore throat and the hmm. congestion in the throat. And I'm like, OK, I know what this is. And I tested positive that morning, didn't get a positive result. It wasn't until that afternoon. But I also for the first test that came out positive, I, I did the smart thing and I hacked up some of that green stuff from my throat and I dabbed the swab onto that there you go because the nasal my i was no runny nose or anything at that point so it's like what are you collecting right. yeah exactly yeah 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 which, which which the whole fucking thing of the q-tip up the nose yes. always struck me as bullshit <laughs> why yeah. not the back of the throat where it's always kind of juicy right you know? come on right and i've had strep throat as a kid so i had the yeah. swab on the throat multiple times right. and it's like this makes yes. more sense of course it does. Who the fuck decided that? Bring them to me. I want to kill them. <laughs> Probably because nobody wants to swab their nose themselves. Nobody really wants to do the throat thing because they, you know, the nose, they tell you like, well, do 15 seconds on each side thoroughly. Mm. And it's, it is uncomfortable if you do it correctly. And oh. people don't like to be inconvenienced. People don't like 
to not feel good. So, I mean, nobody wants to shove a swab down their throat. I guess that's more more invasive maybe than the nose. Or I don't think not, so. No? I don't think so. No, no. I think that somebody cooked this up because they thought, all right, fuck all the patients. We're going to shove a Q-tip up their nose <laughs> because... Um, and fuck how they feel. You know, a lot of people have been seriously damaged. I mean, there's some kind of a fucking membrane between your schnoz and your brain and that gets busted. Oh yeah. You don't want to go up too far. No. And and it's happened many times to many people. Um, and I think the, the, you know, I'd I'd love if there's any, if there's any medical professionals listening, weigh in, let us know. Um, my theory is it was like for their safety. In other words, you stick a Q-tip down somebody's maw with their, with their, their gub open wide like a crocodile. And if they decide to cough or sneeze, you're getting a face ah. full of sputum. Yeah, that's true. So that's that's what I think was at the heart of this, because the whole nose thing always struck me as pure bullshit. Yes. And it would be hard, to be fair, to do a self throat swab, I think. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't a lot know. Of porn, <laughs> we're a lot giving, of porn stars can you know handle that. No we're, problem. We're giving people yeah, a lot more that. credit. They got that gag reflex next knocked. So, and really though, the, the Q-tip up the nose, the first thing, like when you said that is I remember a buddy who uh, had to get a test. This is going way back into uh, college, but where they did the Q-tip up the, you know, the, the guy part down there. And yeah. that seems like it would be way less pleasant than putting it in your nose. Yeah, true. <laughs> so it's like, I'll take the, the nose. Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> and it was like, it, it's like, okay, so I called the uh, message through our uh, the little computerized portal for the doctor because I knew I had COVID once it was positive. At that point, the fever was only like 99.5 and it was low. I really didn't feel yeah. bad, except I knew I was sick. Mm. And the doctor called back and said, well, you know, unless things get worse, he would just recommend drinking more liquid than you probably ever have. So you pee constantly and said, go with all of the usual vitamin supplements that I've been talking about since this started from the, you know, corsetin and the elderberry and zinc and vitamin D and vitamin C. Let me stop and let me stop and thank you. Once again, you were the first to turn me on to those right out of the gate. Thank you, Darren. And I think that? that was helpful for one already knowing what to take and two having been taking the supplements obviously it didn't keep me from contracting anything and the vaxxer didn't either right (laughs) that is absolutely right and it's like i don't know because this is to me from a medical and scientific standpoint very interesting because i'm a podcaster who rarely leaves the house so i can break this down to within like 99.9% certainty of where and when I got this, which was going out to breakfast with my wife and my parents. My mom got symptoms exactly at the same time I did, but they were never as severe, never tested positive. So maybe the MRNA vaccine worked a little bit. I don't know. No question. I'm very curious about the place you had breakfast. How 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 crowded was it? How, how what close proximity were to other people? Tell me about ventilation. I want to know it all. You know that was probably the issue. Now this is a place my parents have gone to a bunch, and I'm always the one telling them, "Don't go." You know, eventually mm. you're going to get sick. You know, because yeah. there's people there, and ah, it's never busy. 
And uh, of course, so this time my wife's like, well, let's just go to breakfast. She didn't want to get Mexican. I'll pick up Mexican food every day. I'll eat Mexican 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No. So she kind of forced the breakfast. Now, there was a crowd of older folk, maybe 10 or 15 people that were a couple of tables away. And I'm assuming just somebody, you know, had something in that uh, in that crowd, because I was thinking exactly airflow from minute one. When this all started, I remember the. uh, Graphic that came out of the restaurant in China where there was a restaurant where this table, this table got it, but everybody else was spared and it showed exactly where the air was blowing back and forth. And it would, in that case, show you were just taking the germs and moving them around. So I'm guessing that's what happened here. The only weirdity, if that's a real word, is the fact that my wife, who had the Johnson and Johnson jab, just as I did, and my dad, no symptoms whatsoever, never got sick, never, you know, not so much as a sniffle. But my mom and I picked it up Mm. and hers again, way less symptomatic. But she went the full week. It was just more sneezing. And if it wasn't for the sore throat and uh, the true oddity was the fact that we both had a sleepless night on the same night, Mm. which I want to know if there's any medical reason for that one, because that was the oddest thing. And it is something throughout my whole life that. If something was going around, my mom and I would quite often get sick at the same time. I mean, even beyond mm-hmm. when I was living in the same house and everything else. All right, I'm trying to picture this now. Are you guys in a booth or at a table? It was in a the big booth, so it goes around where you're basically okay. sitting like a table because you're so, not sitting so right next. Like, so it's like a horseshoe, like a banquet right. kind of affair. All right, and right. so and there were just two, four people: your wife, you, and your parents. Right. So my mom was sitting across from me across from you so my dad and the wife were sitting on the side so it's kind of like if that air was just magically blowing right how weird Uh uh-huh how fucking how weird yeah because you know my wife is the one that works out in the real world unlike me Mm -hmm. and she's not one that was concerned about this so even when she knew i had tested positive and was actually sick you know with the 102 fever and that she's just like i don't care you know, it's not like she was avoiding yeah. me or going into another yeah. room or, you know, it was just like, yeah, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. And she didn't. So, I mean, they need to study her, I think. I think so. Because yeah. this is allegedly the, oh, really ultra contagious. Although my dad the same way, because he lived with my mom and mm-hmm. she had symptoms and and he didn't. Although, again, she never tested positive. So I don't know what that does to your shedding and being infectious or whatever. Mm-hmm. But again, beyond that first day, it was like having a cold. I was just taking it as seriously as I could, getting as much rest as I could, because otherwise, you know, normally with a cold, I would probably just barely sleep and just sit up all night watching reruns of something and uh, feeling miserable. So it was just more of a reminding myself, especially after I heard from multiple people on no agenda social who were like well it came in waves for me so you know even though you're feeling better at like day three don't don't just go okay everything's great because a lot of people had this in multiple waves and you know Mm -hmm. luckily for me i did not and i don't know why that is i mean i can believe that maybe the vaccination helped something but i i don't know 
Nobody knows. It's Nobody all knows. a crapshoot. Hit, hit it with any any ivermectin? No, no. And that no. was the but, night. But Sir Gene. Sir Gene did. Did he not? <laughs> I, be- I believe he did. Did like um, Adam make a make a, a Red Cross donate? Like he flew over the plane and dropped it in his house or some shit. Well, kind of. I remember hearing about that. Which is exactly is what uh, Mr. Curry offered to do for me. But by the time it was, you know, 24 hours in, I'm like, well, I'm already feeling better. So, no, I mean, yeah. don't, you know, don't waste it on me. Um, yeah. You know, I've been doing the uh, other supplement stuff and it was already to the point where it's like I was already feeling better after yeah. about one day, which is good, good. I guess. That's cool. You know, it, cool. it was it, so I can understand why people in these polls now are like, I'm a lot less concerned about mm. COVID because you're seeing more and more people that have it. And, you know, granted, I'm sure there are some people that still have a pre-existing condition that mm. this can be an issue. And I've had heart issues. So I'm always very wary of anything going sure. on. So it's like I'm looking for symptoms and it's like because, you know, just like with the vaccines are causing heart issues it's like well i'm paying more attention to if my heart right. has a weird rhythm i'm paying more attention to this stuff because if you notice any symptoms and they could mm. be minor you really want to go get them checked out because you don't want those symptoms to become major no you know and that's the that was really the only thing that concerned me at all because otherwise it was less severe than what i believe was a coronavirus that i had the April before COVID hit mm-hmm. because I had a sore throat then that was horrendous. As far as one, the throat just being so bad that I didn't even want to swallow anything, yeah. but also had the fever. They gave me the, uh, you know, the usual stuff they were treating the flu with, and that did nothing. Mm-hmm. So it so leads to but did you were checked for strep with that? It was not strep. It was not strep either. So wow. hmm. again, some kind of coronavirus out there in the wild, man. Yeah. God almighty. Which also, who knows, even though that was now going on three years, having that three years ago could have also lessened symptoms. Sure. Something now. You don't I mean that's the whole thing with this stuff. This is not a simple science where you just check one or two boxes it's like everybody's dna is different everybody's system is different as far as what they're putting in to their body sure and there are some people who have not done anything you know who haven't done any of the supplements who aren't trying to stay ahead of things that i think are worse off Uh, especially people who are low in the vitamin d and the people who don't keep up with the zinc especially once you start feeling a little bit sick it's like that seems to be the magic as lessening the severity of this and it was also good you know hearing from the doctor it wasn't my regular doctor it was the guy that was like filling in because he wasn't mm-hmm. in the office but the whole thing was like yeah we're just kind of dealing with this with this now it's not you know nothing to worry about yeah well that's great that's great well it seems like i guess the sort of the prevailing wisdom is the more crap that you contract and survive right <laughs> the more bulletproof you become you know that look, am- right the at, immune system's right, like yes yeah you know rats and you know <laughs> i remember you know I've, i remember sitting in the park with my kid one day and there's this bird bath you know and uh oh my god it was just it was just basically it was like an open sewer it was just it was i don't know it was probably <laughs> more bird shit and 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 uh pollution and god knows what other filth in there than water 
And right. there they all are. They're splashing, they're bathing in it, they're drinking this. I'm thinking, man, man well, <laughs> those, those creatures are tough. You know, if you had a fucking, you know, an eyedropper from there, you'd be dead in 20 minutes. Right. Right. You know, you don't know what so. is out there in the wild. <laughs> you don't. You don't want to know, yeah. but you want your immune system to do its thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can't can't really help with the lead in the air in Chicago. Thirty three shot five fatally this weekend. I was wondering when you get to that. Wow. That's thirty three five fatally. Mm-hmm. And it was a but, warm weekend yeah. and it yeah. was a hot week, too, which also. Yeah. But then Buffalo said, hold my beer, didn't they? <laughs> yes. Well, right, yeah. of course. Yeah. And there's different, uh, the usual political pundits that are going to get out there. And it's mm-hmm. all because of the internet. And it's all because of <sighs> yeah hate speech. And it's all because of uh, yeah the same straw men. Sure. Well, you know, I I, um, I haven't had a chance to uh, to listen to yesterday's No Agenda. I've really been running, running around like a nut. But um, that fucking manifesto should have just been printed on FBI stationery. It was so, so fake from that guy. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it certainly checks the boxes. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know, I got my automatic weapon then I modified it. Then I got radicalized from, from being on the internet where there clearly should be more, more content moderation. I mean, he's a fucking joke. Get out of here. Well, that is, yes, that is exactly the issue. The content moderation. And that was the, uh, the main clip I pulled for today was Bill Maher. Who, of course, as part of this rant, went after religion as, you know, just the imaginary guy in the sky. Because that is one thing with a lot of these lefties. Even when they're right, when they're correct, I should say, Mm -hmm. they can't help but take swipes at things like religion. It's like, really, why, why do you need to do that? I, yeah, well, because they're ideologues at heart. I mean, no matter how how much Bill seems to understand how how much he's had his head up his ass, right? All, most of his life, um, he's never going to let go of that his religion, which is atheism, I guess. Right, which is again, it's like you don't nobody's going to know who's wrong until it's you know too late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you don't get to come back. But he made a lot of good points, and there's some weird sounding edits in here because there are some weird sounding edits. Um, mm-hmm. the, the show, they let the laughter and the applause sometimes go on way too long. So mm. I just truncated them down a little bit. Good. Good. Since this is Mother's Day weekend, let's pause and take a moment to think about how your mother was always there for you, looking after you and keeping you safe. And then realize that's not Twitter's job. <laughs> okay, he's right there. Mm-hmm. And this is a big plus for those on the left. If more people on the left would just understand that the Internet is not there to take care of you or your kids or to provide you with right. factual information mm-hmm. would be so much better off. True. Keeping you safe and sorting out the lies from the truth is your job. When we talk about misinformation, we always focus on the producers, never the consumers, as if we're all helpless, dumb blondes ready to believe anything like Donald Trump. OK, I thought that was a good joke. Mm-hmm. the whole dumb blonde thing because he took you in one direction see that's the beauty of comedy it's yeah, the that's mis- offensive to blondes right it's the that's, mis- in fact really let's face it that's that's racist darren <laughs> really wait is. are you going lefty on this one is this the i mean come on you know what if it's what what's what is what i mean what why should blondes be dumb it's it's it's, it's probably sexist too fuck bill Maher. Uh, of there course it is of course <laughs> it very much is 
And he's absolutely right here, though, which is um, why don't we look at the people that are believing rather than Mm. punishing the people who are posting, you know, misinformation. And I can't do big enough air quotes, especially because we're Mm. on an audio format. (laughs) Why don't we go after the people who are so dumb that they believe anything? You can see right there. You just misspoke. Nobody's dumb anymore. Oh, that's, that's true. Not, you're not allowed to say that. Everybody's really intelligent. Everybody's really smart. They've just been underserved, underage, whatever the fuck it is. It's somebody else's fault. They must be protected mm-hmm. from this big bad internet. Yep. <laughs> now, do lies spread faster than they used to? Of course, but so can truth, which in the internet age is always at your fingertips. You just have to learn how to use Google for something other than porn. Yeah, I thought that was kind of another cheap joke there, but uh, yeah, he got a few oohs and oohs and ahs there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really know if using Google is going to get people good information. No, it's not. Which is, you know, another one of these fallacies <laughs> that yeah. you can believe the search engines. It's like, again, you know how these things work. The search engines just look for keywords they do not look for truth they do not know truth i could put up a website with all bunch of lies google's gonna find it Mm -hmm. but i guess bill maher thinks google is one of the arbiters of truth but this idea that we can clean up twitter and protect you from fake news and disinformation it's so ridiculous it's like fact checking the graffiti on the bathroom wall of a dive bar We called this number, and we didn't have a good time. (laughs) People always lie. That's what people do. Every age is the misinformation age. And whenever a new means of communication comes along, some reach right for the censor button. In 1858, the New York Times thought we couldn't handle the transatlantic telegraph. They said it was superficial and... (laughs) Too fast for the truth. I think that was an interesting uh, is. way to, when especially going back to technology like that. Mm. What does too fast for the truth mean? I think they what they did was, um, who said that? The New York, the New York Times? Times? Some writer did. Yeah, well, yeah, there's, there's, there's some veracity in that because um, really that's, that's why Twitter and so much um, digital communications is so fucking faulty because um, there's no there's no depth exploration. It's just top line soundbite bullshit. So, yeah, maybe maybe not too fast for the truth, but too too brief for the truth. Well, that would could be, be it. See, that put, makes more right? sense to me is that yeah. the overall attention span that people have <clears throat> mm-hmm. is now with social media and just as bad. And the same kind of thing is just the headline readers. Right. Way too many people just read headlines or they read maybe the first paragraph of a story and think, sure, that's all I need to know. Yeah. Details. Details are important. Details Details matter. In 1487, the Pope issued an order to stop the misuse of the printing press. For the distribution of pernicious writing. You know, fake news. (laughs) Like how the earth is a ball. 
There's some really fake sounding laughs in his audience. Totally fake. Let me tell you what. There's, <laughs> let me tell you what's going on there, Darren. Yeah. I think, you know, I used to Break work it in on that down. business. Okay. It's called audio sweetening. Now, and I'll tell you a little story. So some years ago when I worked at uh, the world's biggest television network, guy invited me down to Atlantic City. There was, they were covering a, a major fight, heavyweight fight. I said, fuck yeah, I'll go. So yeah, those, those were really good times. I mean, because they'd have hospitality suites. It was, it was insane. Talk about living high life. And I had, I had never been to, um, I'd seen some pay-per-views, but I'd never been to a fight in person until this time. Right. And I forget which hotel it was at. And what I was totally shocked at was the watching this fight. I thought, where's the noise? Nobody was screaming. Nobody was applauding. It wasn't a fucking thing, you know? And I said to my buddy who was actually on the, on the production engineering side, he says, yeah, we plug all of that shit in afterwards called audio sweetening. <laughs> and that's what they're doing for Bill. Yeah. You got to add a little. Yeah. What's interesting. I know with uh, some of these laugh tracks that they've had for the classic television shows, if for people that really have a good ear and know what to listen for, a lot of those same laugh tracks were used over and over and oh, yeah, over and absolutely. over. <laughs> oh, sure they were. Sure they were. And plus, I mean, and the, the funny thing is they were punching up those. Those are the, probably the lamest jokes in his monologue. They really weren't funny. But obviously, whoever was, you know, audio sweetening that wanted to punch them up because he thought they were or she. Right. We had to give the look into the camera like, hey, I'm smart. Yeah. Right. But it's I mean, I noticed this with baseball games. Before the uh, COVID thing, then they started admitting that they were doing it during the COVID mm. thing because there were no crowds <laughs> right? and they wanted people not to have that feeling like, oh, it's an empty crowd. So yeah. they yeah. were doing the sweetening, but the, the national game, especially yeah. on, and I think it was Fox. It doesn't really matter that when watching a game on a national broadcast, so say that was here in Chicago with the White Sox playing the Yankees. Well, a Yankee player gets a hit or a home run, and all of a sudden the crowd is going crazy on TV. You can you can hear them, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, that's not no. the reality of what goes on in Chicago right. when a Yankee gets a hit. Yeah, I mean, I'd been as a kid, I'd, I'd truly witnessed multiple street fights with uh, more crowd sound than than at that heavyweight <laughs> bout in uh, in Atlantic City with you know probably a thousand people in the arena. And with probably some better battles too. Oh, let me tell you something I've seen, you know, I'm a big boxing fan still to this day. The best fight I've ever seen in my life was between two 13 year old dudes in Queens. <laughs> How I'm did it kidding. go? What was it? Was it in the ring? Was it a no it gloves? Fucking, it started out in a ring. Okay. And by grammar school, um, there was a park opposite the grand grammar school. And uh, in the center of it was a big flagpole. And around the flagpole, for God knows what reason, was a uh, a wrought iron fence, probably about, I'm going to say, maybe shoulder height. So this was like the early steel cage match kind of a concept? Exactly. It was like the octagon, (laughs) you know, but it was a circle. And uh, these two dudes uh, jumped in that circle and they fought like men. It was fucking incredible. And they went at it for a while. And then somehow, I don't know if one of them was punched at, somebody wound up out of the ring and then it progressed down the street for about two blocks okay this fight probably went on for 15 minutes it was unbefuckingly no rounds no dings no refs no nothing and it finally ended uh in the kind of like a corner of an entrance to the school 
And one guy just, he was just done. He just, he just collapsed. At, at one point, another guy, he picked up a bike lock um, and was about to crown the other dude with it. And some fucking dude, a hand just came out of the crowd and just stopped him right there. Because then it would have been a murder. Yeah. That, that, and these were 13-year-old guys. Who was at fault here? I mean, obviously the internet. Nobody. Right. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? You're right. They were probably radicalized by a, an internet uh, social media platform that wouldn't be invented for another 25 years. They could have been least. time travelers. You don't know. Could have been. Could have been. You're right. You're There's right. always somebody's fault. Yeah. That's what we've learned in this, yeah. uh, this particular world that we live in now. It is always somebody else's fault. Always. In 1938, radio was the hot medium of the day, and lots of people got plenty worked up about it, especially after Orson Welles presented what was obviously a fictitious drama about a Martian invasion of New Jersey, and thousands of people thought it was real and panicked. You cannot censor away that level of naivete. The Martians had the whole universe to invade, and they chose New Jersey. People on social media like to say, I did my research, but it doesn't count if you did your research on social media. <laughs> I once did a stand-up special called Be More Cynical. This is what I was talking about. Lies are ubiquitous. And in that way, they're quite analogous to germs and viruses. People think you can germ-proof the world and never have to be in contact with the things that can hurt you. But you can't. You have to have a strong immune system. It's the reason babies who live in sterile environments are more likely to develop allergies than babies who are allowed to exist in the world as it is, messy and impure. Lies are all around you. Develop a better bullshit detector. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. No. And the War of the Worlds example is a very interesting one to me because are we going to need like they did with all of trump's uh, tweets i'm sure a lot of your tweets and facebook messages where you had to have the warning message how can you run any television show now without a constant disclaimer that it's not reality darren but darren i just uh you went down to me for those dial it back 20 seconds i didn't hear anything you said Uh-oh, they're coming after they, us again they're coming after us yeah <laughs> nsa fbi one of them there's always somebody like oh wait 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 they're getting too close wait, too close shut them up shut them down <laughs> it's like if the, all of the Posts that you have made, and I saw a few years on Facebook yes. and Twitter that got those messages like, well, this mm-hmm. message may not be confirmed by the CDC. You know, right. these kind of uh, messages, the idea of a war of the worlds thing. How mm-hmm. can we allow any television show movie to run without a constant message now on the screen telling us this is not reality, that this is fiction? Sure. I think we need that. We need that because people we need, are confused. We need babysitters. I mean, it's just really what 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 he's talking about. It's and it's I've done shows on this. It's the infantilization of a populace, and that's what's happened, and that's why this country's so fucked up. Yeah, you, the concept that you can protect people from themselves, right, is what we're getting here. And I mean, the excuse they use to continue to take more and more power is the usual. Oh, what we think of the children, keep, keep, and it's keep you safe, keep right? You safe, gotta keep you safe. That is exactly what they say. When you can't keep somebody safe from themselves. And parents, again, should be responsible for their children. 
Another story this week, and it's always right at my pet peeve line, but was a 10 year old who took yeah. the blackout challenge on uh, TikTok and died, which the blackout right. challenges asphyxiate yourself and then show yourself coming back around. And this kid well, brain good. damage and dead. Didn't isn't that what happened to um, a couple of rock stars and uh, David Carradine? Yeah, we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, this is I don't this, think is this like is this the autoerotic thing or it's just without that element? I think just, this was without know. that element, but this was go on to okay. TikTok and choke yourself out, I guess. Are you fucking kidding me? Is that a new trend like uh, planking or whatever? I guess, which it's like, you know what? This is kind of a self-cleaning system then. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But this <laughs> was a 10 so year old, right. which makes That's it, sad. It was a 10 year old. You know, That's sad. it was a 10 year old. But the parents, yeah. of course, blaming the social media rather than going hey you know maybe a 10 year old shouldn't have a device what is the what was the i'm curious what's the apparatus by which they do that is it like partial hanging or how does that work even i don't know i did not want to even look that far into how how they're doing it because there has to be a release then you know for for you to not actually kill yourself immediately yeah but this to me one tiktok their rules are very simple too you have to be 13 and over. So how a 10 year old got an account. <laughs> how did that happen? Bill See, that's very sad. Yeah, it's very yeah. sad about that kid. But I got to tell you, you know, some years ago with the hail bop heavens gate crowd, a bunch of very well-educated uh, people in their, you know, late twenties to, I think the oldest one was in his seventies who did that. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. It's couldn't like, stop laughing. It's the again, funniest thing ever. Self-cleaning track. I mean, it's exactly. You can't protect people that are that stupid. This is beyond what the Internet was meant for. And there's no problem having things for adults. That should not be something that people like, well, no, we can't have this because of the children. It's like, no, Mm -mm. keep the children off the Internet. How prevalent is this blackout challenge? I mean, I've never heard of this. Is this like all I guess I'm just not. You're just old, Larry, and uh, I'm old. That's it. (laughs) You're sitting around reading the evening paper, listening. And I never think about choking myself out. What the fuck is wrong with me? (laughs) No, how dare you not? Wise up. Can't we get hip and young? (laughs) You know how many people would watch that? I mean, that is just the kind of content. (laughs) Maybe that's my next episode. (laughs) There's a a whole cheering section going on. Get this guy. I mean, I don't know. The kids do a lot of dumb things with these social media challenges and i as much as i hate big tech and think they do a lot of horrible things i'm not going to hold big tech responsible for what morons do while using their service you know while using twitter or facebook or tiktok sure there's some responsibility that actually has to be had by Mm -hmm. the people using the services and i i don't think Anybody that comes up with a social media apps like, well, you know, some days going to people are going to come on. They're going to choke themselves out while taking videos of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that was in the original pitch meeting for for TikTok. No, but I just I don't understand what kids will do. And it's mainly kids. I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. like you said, there are some adults that are doing some really dumb stuff, too. But the things that they'll do to get likes in that shows that we really haven't come a long way. Nothing's different 
than when you and I were growing up. You just had a different set of circumstance to deal with. You, mm-hmm. you just didn't have the Internet, but your friends were still going to bust your balls. Your friends were going to tell sure. you you were dumb. Your friends were going to tell you that you're dressed like a clown or whatever it is mm-hmm. that particular day. Yeah, but there is a different, dare I say, zeitgeist when we were kids. And that was don't be stupid. You right. know, but that's completely evaporated. It's everyone. Everyone must be protected in every way from every fucking thing, no matter what. Right. That's the new that's the new mindset of America. You have to be protected from words as well as viruses. Yes. Harmful words. Harmful. Love that. Harmful. Yeah. I'm still not sure how words are harmful. But or hateful or hateful. Yeah. You can say something with hate, but the word themselves aren't really at fault. But again, this is why words have changed meanings we were just talking about that the other day on unrelenting the fact that if you look up the word irregardless in dictionary.com the definition is regardless right (laughs) very much like flammable and inflammable right Hmm? no (laughs) it's like and it's like well the the definitions are being changed because of the way people use them and it's like no because people are dumb right So people using terms incorrectly, the new way of thinking is to change the meaning of the words rather than go, people are stupid. Conform to stupidity. Oh, oh, there's a title of the show right there. Conform conform to stupidity. stupidity. Thank you. That's my next show. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's exactly what's going on. It is because. We don't want to raise people up to a better level. We want to bring everybody else down. Mm -hmm. And because a certain subset of a small group will kill themselves accidentally while doing a TikTok challenge. Mm -hmm. Well, now we have to change what everybody else can and can't do. Right. And it's like this stuff was going on then. I mean, when I was a kid, there were still kids doing dumb stuff with, you know, like hairspray cans and sniffing airplane glue and all you know there's there's well yeah yeah kids are gonna do dumb things they just weren't doing it in front of a camera right in the hopes of getting which i still don't understand because if you're doing stuff you know i'm assuming these children you know in this case this poor 10 year old kid that died i'm assuming they wouldn't do this in front of their parents they know enough that sure but you're making a video of it Mm -hmm. and putting it out on the internet yeah you know when i was about uh four or five i don't know do you remember that crap do they still make it nestle's quick remember that oh yeah yeah it was like right. it was either pink or chocolate right i mean right. it was like strawberry a strawberry quick yeah. yes and and it was the consistency so that i guess it could easily be mixed with milk it was literally the consistency of talcum powder Right. So you think about it like chocolate talcum powder. Mm. And so I couldn't get enough of that shit. Into, <laughs> into like, my yes. I wanted to find a way to like mainline it. And I took a <laughs> tablespoon and dunked it in that can and came out with a heaping fucking spoonful of it, shoved it in my mouth. And then I don't know whether I sort of sneezed or coughed or something. But what I did was I inhaled most of it into my lungs. Oh, that's not good. 
No. And I thought, I thought it was pretty close to death for a while there. I could not draw a breath. And then for a month afterward, I was coughing up chocolate sputum, you know, did the doctor have any wise words for this uh well i never went to a doctor you know i didn't even tell my parents but um i remember thinking man you were really kind of stupid i was really very hard on myself and justifiably so you know and then a couple years later the kid down the street (laughs) i didn't feel so dumb anymore he was he was sniffing some glue and i guess he he like squirted a whole bowl of testers glue testers glue tubes into a bowl started huffing that shit and passed out and he drowned in his own glue Damn. Then I don't feel so dumb anymore. Yeah. No, so kids will do. Kids will do dumb stuff. They just will. And the social media companies are not going to be able to protect them. No, and they're not at fault when this stuff happens. I mean, again, keep your kids off the damn internet. I mean, that's still not going to keep them safe, but it's way safer. No. I mean, yeah. why have things changed so quickly? I mean, growing up. To be fair, we were right at the start of the internet. So I got into some shit and my parents had no idea what was going on. Of course not. But shortly after that, when the internet became a more common thing, it was most families, I believe, that had, you know, the computer out somewhere in the open, even if a kid had their own computer. It was out in the open and it's like, if you're going to use this, you do this here in the room where everybody can see you. You're not in your room with your door closed doing whatever you're doing on the Internet. How did that quickly change into give every 10 year old a device that can connect to this magical Internet and don't even worry about what they're doing? Right. I mean, I don't know how that happened because I we lived through the time of one, it didn't exist. And then two, it exists, but everybody's very overcautious. Mm-hmm. What was the switch? I can't figure it out. They went from overcautiousness to we just don't care. It's a great question. I don't know. I don't know the answer. It's uh, it is a very strange thing to me. It doesn't make sense because, you know, bad things still happen on the Internet. And, uh, you know, although kids, like you said, going to do dumb things. I, I guess I, they are. I mean, I can remember having my. Uh, my nephew, uh, my cousin that uh, was staying over, my parents were out of town, and I remember uh, lighting a record album on fire in the house. I love that. God, <laughs> you know, I like you more and more every time we do this show. It's beautiful. Where did you set fire to it? And what, what was the accelerant? Um, it was just, uh, just I, I don't think there really was even an accelerant. It was just the, uh, the outer shell of the cardboard. The, the right of the rat out of the cellar album, which I was really pissed because I had to buy it again recently because I really <laughs> like that album. <laughs> and, you know, of course, there was the hot uh, Tawny Katane crawling through the fire. We we're just like, ah, this, oh, you know. was, it, was it a white snake album? Is that what it was? Rat. Rat. I'm sorry. Yeah. What, rat. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the thing was, it's like, okay, no big deal. You know, you mm-hmm. lit the thing on fire and, oh, no big deal. Dropped it into a, uh, metallic garbage can figuring that would be good but the garbage can was not empty oh okay so Mm -hmm. uh i mean you know those uh those big like however many gallon drums they would be that you often see Mm -hmm. like homeless people with their warming their hands over sure this was like a miniature version of that got it right Uh, we got it out of the house it was winter so i mean that was a plus 
and then okay. had to open all of the windows. And by the time my sister got home, the the whole thing had been that uh, had been aired out, and and nobody was the wiser. Were the smoke alarms triggered, or uh... and this was a this was like pre smoke alarm. This was pre-smoke like nineteen. Okay. You know, this had to be like nineteen eighty. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got it. <laughs> nothing to see here. No, and and so what? I'm curious. What was the motivation for sparking this thing? Did you hate it, or just for the fuck of it, or what? Pretty know, much, was... yeah. Just like uh, you know, dumb kids doing dumb things. Let's just do this. Yeah, I love it. I mean, which is, which is exactly how, what you know. It's like taking a big thing of the quick and going, uh oh. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna, well, let's see what happens. What? what let's see know, what happens. Yeah. This is what the the famous final words, right? Let's see what happens if, or watch this. Right. Right. Yeah. Watch this. Yeah. When you do that, you know something good's gonna be happening. And kids, yeah. you know, a lot of times you learn. It was the only yeah. time I ever lit something on fire in the house. And it's and it's you know what it's also probably eight out of ten times it's dudes doing it. Chicks tend not to do shit to <laughs> endanger them. Maybe they like put on too much makeup or clothes that don't fit, shit like that. But they're not going to probably set the house on fire, or kill themselves with chocolate. You know, no. they're, they're a little more evolved. I would guess yeah, they're, they're they're I think they're more uh, just more aware of self. They have a stronger sense of self preservation. You know that is do. probably true. Yeah, and I don't know why. Maybe guys are just dumb. Yeah. Dumb and reckless. It's part of part of goes of the territory, I think, in some regard. But there was no internet there to blame when this happened. Yeah. If I would have burned no. the house down, I couldn't have blamed TikTok. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't have blamed Twitter. Yeah. You know, you just had to take responsibility and parents, come on, just take a little responsibility. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but they can't even get formula. I know this is part of your uh oh. this, this rant that you brought from a Scott Lobito, is it? Scott Lobito, I like this this guy. He's making his second appearance on uh, Planet Rage. He wants to be a professional ranter. Yes. I think he is a professional. It's a great clip. Stop. Whoa. Right there. Now, the beauty. (laughs) Theater of the mind. Exactly. To paint this, this guy is an artist, okay? And he's clearly in an art studio. So he's surrounded by canvases and there's a big, there's an enormous flag canvas behind him, you know, and there's a skylight. It's a pretty nice studio, really. And what what he's doing is he gives this enormous hand clap and he's really, he's fucking literally slating himself like in a movie. (laughs) Which is one genius and two yeah, if he's using a separate microphone from his camera, correct, makes it very easy to to sync those up. Yep. So he slates himself with that big slap. That is a great sound. Let's do that again. Yeah. <laughs> How do I not fucking rant? How do I not fucking rant? Stop. We can- stop. Okay. Repeats his mission twice. Always a good move. And if you think about it, his syntax is in the Shakespearean realm. How, how yes. do I not fucking rant? Not why, why am I fucking ranting? No, how do I not fucking rant? To be That's or great. not to be? Exactly. <laughs> that is the question. I am looking at this thing called the internet. How do I not rant? Yeah. We can't get baby formula in this fucking country. I want to help. These innocent people that are victims over in Ukraine. Believe me, I've already done some stuff about it. But $40 billion when you can't get baby food in this fucking country. We got fucking homeless veterans all over the fucking place. Food, gas. I said it yesterday about the gas. 
We have the highest drug overdose ever this year. And you fucking people think that it has nothing to do with the jerk-offs that run this fucking country at this point. Oh, you want? You guys love my rants? You better show up Saturday in Long Island at my fucking art show because I'm doing a live 20-minute rant and you want to fucking hear this. Ooh. Okay. Now, rants in for the profit. History, there you go. In the history of the world, I'm pretty sure that that particular, th- those phrases have never been spoken. You want to show from my <laughs> fucking art show <laughs> to hear me fucking, I mean, you think your average gallery opening, holy shit. What about a, what a cosmic contrast that is. I just love that. Well, and he's absolutely right in the sense that we are at a point also where, oh, we have to help all of these poor people around the world when it comes to Ukraine, when it comes to what's going on on the southern border of the United States. But nobody goes, you know, there's a lot of people here that are having a hard time that aren't getting taken care of. Absolutely. And moreover, who who the fuck appointed the USA the global cop? Right. France, Germany. There's a lot of fucking wealth in Europe. A lot. Let them fucking handle it. Tucker Carlson just did a bit on this, which was this is like being you're nine years old at Christmas and you find out not only did your parents not buy you any presents at all, but they bought it for the kid down this presents for the kids down the street. And uh, yeah. and, and this is exactly what's going on in this country, which exactly. is nobody is taking care of the people that are here. Yeah, they're looking outward going, well, we have to do things for those poor people. It's like, but yeah. no, you take. You take care of what's going on at home first. If Trump's slogan was America first, Joey's is America last. And that's fucking crystal clear. Yes. It, I mean, if he could even say those words, but if he uh, could, no, he can't. We did take him a few tries. Yeah. But that is absolutely the problem. This baby formula stuff. There was just a uh, congresswoman who went down to the border and showed mm-hmm. photos that there's oh, yeah. multiple stacked warehouses full Mm -hmm. of supplies for the migrants coming over the border which is fine to have that right i mean it's fine to be a compassionate nation knowing that you're going to have people coming in that are going to need supplies but when you have warehouses full of this waiting at the southern border but the shelves are bare throughout the country that's a problem well, you know, again, you know, I'm always harping on the language and you just call the migrants, right? That's not what they are. They've got it's illegal aliens, but nobody can say that anymore. But that's what they are. Now they're migrants or dreamers. Well, right. And, it, you know, and it doesn't matter where they're coming from. You know, if, if you're coming here illegally, you're illegal. Yes, there is a legal way to come in and then you would be of a migrant. So and then you might be right after right then you are you actually actually then you're an immigrant or an emigrant true depending on which side of the fence you're on but the, the whole idea of migrant eh, not, not really but that's how they always change the vocabulary to you change them. the vernacular to make it mean mm-hmm. what you want it to mean right and nobody right. look at the warehouses full of stuff don't look there and the biden administration little pd buddha judge oh no we're taking care of this there's what did pd say he just said they were t- <laughs> they had the Was, formula had thing the- under control it's like you really? know he doesn't <laughs> which is exactly i mean it really seems to be a 
you know, and I don't like to jump to the uh, to the whole conspiracy theory bit, but everything the Biden administration has done since taking over seems to be to make America in a worse position than it was before he got here. Mm-hmm. And I don't exactly understand where what they think the end result of that is, because while people are stupid and people can fall easily for the oh, look over here, shiny thing. Right. That's way easier to do under Donald Trump when the economy was at all time highs, when the unemployment rate was at all time lows for pretty much mm-hmm. every demographic. It was easier to distract people who aren't worrying about things because they have a paycheck coming in. They can afford food. They can afford to put gas in their car. I don't know what the people that are running this country think is going on when everybody at this point is feeling this in the pocketbook. I guess Mm. they believe, and I'm hoping this isn't right, but I believe that their theory is we make things so bad that people will have to come to the government for help. And that's why they'll beg the Democrats to be in power because they're the ones that want to keep giving away shit. Of course, you're absolutely right. Of course, that's the motivation. They know that. And they're all elites. They're all, I mean, Nancy Pelosi, what did, I read something like her fucking husband just made, I don't know how many millions of dollars off of a, basically what is another inside trading deal. Um, you know, these, these people are sick, rich. Um, they don't give a fuck means nothing to them. And yeah, they'd love to, the more, the more people, the more, the more they destroy the country, the more they're going to make people depend on them and the government. And that's what they're in it for. They're in it for power period. Always. But no do you think people are buying this? Do you think most people yeah. are buying yeah, it? I, do. I don't know if it's most people, but clearly a fuck ton, you know, that <laughs> is the many, battle. Look how, many, look how many voted for that imbecile. That is I mean, the battle. How could you? How could you vote for an imbecile like that? I mean, I don't give a shit how bad Trump was. Joey is a fucking imbecile. I can give people the pass on that because they never saw him as an imbecile because the news wouldn't cover him as an imbecile. And most people can't look further or they can't look further than social media. God forbid. As, as much as the as the media did to uh, to cloak his imbecility, it still came shining through. It, you know, they couldn't in the live if debates. If you were paying you, attention, you know, I'm stroke, you know, stroke my stroke my my uh, my leg hair in the swimming pool, <laughs> and I like cockroaches. And to go home and turn on the record player, come on, you know, people chose to just ignore because he seemed nice. No, he seemed nice. They don't want somebody that's that's competent. Just somebody nice, like mommy and daddy. I want somebody nice. He's not nice. He's a razor tooth pernicious selfish criminal fucking prick but you don't see that when you're choking yourself out on tiktok (laughs) (laughs) right that's uh maybe that's why all this is happening i don't know it is absolutely uh a little bit insane which is why we have this little corner of the world that we try to bring sanity and we do appreciate it when people support the show we are a value for value podcast indeed we are we learned this from the no agenda guys and uh basically means we put these shows out there there's no paywall if you got some kind of value out of it you decide what kind of value that you've gotten you go over mm-hmm. to planetrage.show and you can get value back to us we do have some people to thank for today's show including david hunt who i i actually said his name wrong the last time he donated which i know it's an easy name but i've also learned it's an easy trick that if you say somebody's name wrong they will often 
give you more money and tell you how to say it right. Oh, is that right? I got to start doing that. It's a, it's a great <laughs> scam. If you, I mean, it helps if you really screw up things all the time when it comes to, uh, to names. Does he have a brother named Mike? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. Like, I can imagine that would be one of those calls you made to the school yeah. when you were a kid. Like, of course. yeah, they're looking for uh, Mike. Yeah, yeah, you never know. You you were the uh, the Bart Simpson kind of character in school, I'm guessing. I never watched The Simpsons, but I'll take your word for it. He makes all of those uh those kind of crank phone calls, you know, where you call the bar and you're looking for somebody oh. that uh Oh, you know, we were the kings. You know what pisses me off? You remember probably 20 years ago, the jerky boys oh, yeah. got quite well, quite wealthy doing prank phone calls. Those guys. And I want to tell you, Darren, those dudes were amateurs, amateurs compared to us. The shit that we pulled, really. And you could tell um, if you ever heard anything more than the. there was one release they had that had some funny material. But then they released like 1500 other albums, it seems like. And uh, the material never got better. No, it was the same thing over and over. Yeah. But that was also back before you couldn't blame the internet. Couldn't blame the internet. Best of all, it was back before there was, uh, you know, caller ID and all this shit. Right. It really, we, really ru- ruined a rich vein of fun for people everywhere. It's terrible. I know. Now you can't harass people in the middle you of the can't. night without yeah. them seeing your, yeah. uh, without you seeing exactly mm-hmm. what, uh, what's going on. But we appreciate that, David Hunt. Thank you, David. And uh, Captain Oblivious. Which is I love that name. Love that name. It is. It is about the best name that you can come up with. I think uh, had two different donations for fifteen fifty five mm-hmm. and uh, for five fifty five, mm-hmm. which brought him at uh, twenty one ten. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, don't, I doubly appreciate that. Yes. Two different. And uh, we're being told in the troll room to check my email because. Uh, our buddy Jay Finley, Jay, who was the first and only guru over at my show, Grumpy Old Ben's, coming in with a hundred bucks. Wow! For some planet Thank rage you, Jay. support. How cool! Thank you, Jay Finley. Live, see, that's why doing these shows live is a vital import, uh, Im- important part it of is. the process. You are so right. Because you can do this live, you can interact when people like what they're hearing. They can let you know immediately. So mm-hmm. we have to come up with a uh, over on unrelenting. Thanks to our buddy, no beret uh, instead of nights like no agenda over there. We were talking about oligarchs because, well, you know, Gene, that's cool. You know, and it's that, that whole Russian <laughs> thing is hot right now. Oh, Russians. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like, OK, I like that. We're going to be on oligarchs. a list. I know that. I know you have to find a way to tear them. How do you tear oligarchs? I guess by billions or it's got to be a way. Right? Yes, there. Ha- yeah, there is. There is this ultra, maybe ultra rich, you know, yeah. uh, just the normal rich. Yeah, uh, where we actually rich, ultra rich. <laughs> you know, we even had no beret who came in over there with uh, a paper money of Soviet currency, which I like people that go the right? extra, the extra. That's route. very cool. I got to tell you, too. I think I may have to hand my. Pointy chick Friday crown to no beret. <laughs> yeah, <I've>, that, <laughs> the women that he posts are just breathtaking. Yeah. yeah, some are not suitable for work if you're following no beret over on no agenda social. But oh, I, uh, I never I, let me try. I'm trying to think of there. It seems like they're rarely, if any, out and out nudes. They're always just kind of scantily 
clad, um, but maybe I'm missing something. Which is what the internet was made for. Absolutely. That is exactly what the internet was made for. But we'll we'll have to come up with a similar system here, Rageaholics, something like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. You know, let's work on that, Darren. It's a good idea. But I know that uh, Jay Finley has had so many different monikers. He from, uh, I think he's a Grand Duke now over at uh, No Agenda. Mm-hmm. I mean, these those those just keep going up, up and up. And those guys were geniuses because it wasn't like ah, we just hit the thousand dollar level. You know, no, you got the thousand, then the two thousand, then the three or five, whatever it goes up to. Then it's amazing up to over thirty three thousand, which is it's genius. Has, have people achieved that? Yes. Thirty three. Wow. And what is the what is the title? That is, I believe that, that it's Grand Duke is the highest. Grand Duke. Uh, I, I believe. There's a whole wow. thing, and JCD, just, he, he knows. See, I'm confused. See, I don't know the peerage. I mean, like, that's a, the Euro Euro guys probably know that shit cold. But I always get confused. Like, what is, as I do with a lot of army rankings, you know, like what's higher? Is, a, is it a baron or a duke? Or a, there, there's so many. To me, it's like the all I understand is the king and the emperor, and everything right. below that is kind of blurry, you know. So I don't, I don't and I, I'm, I'm hard put to understand why a grand duke would be the top. Shouldn't it be like the king or the emperor? Because a duke is kind of low. A lot of people could be a duke, I think, right? Correct. An earl, they're the duke of earl, right? The duke of <laughs> all that shit. I mean, it's a great track crazy. too. Oh, great, great, great track, absolutely. Now, we also had uh, Kendra, also known as Kenny Ben, coming in with $10, okay. along with Fantastic. a note that just said Planet Rage, Kisses and Hugs. Kendra, it is appreciated. Oh, thank you, Kendra. Great artist, too. Yeah, so always comes up with good else. stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Loretta mm-hmm. Vandenberg, with oh, a, roughly, I believe this is a 10 bucks, which is appreciated. Thank you, Rhett. Uh, Jay Finley said a Duke is an $8,000 donation and above on no agenda. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know what it is yeah. here. I mean, we'd have to get there to, mm-hmm. to find out. Judah Kuki coming in with his $10. That's also monthly via check. The old, old, keeping the USPS in. Uh, Love it. Love it. And yeah. of course, upping his Satoshi output to 15,033 sats, which I looked it up before the show. $4.39 mm-hmm. from our buddy comic strip blogger. CSB. Who always. Always includes a note in his boostagram, usually telling us we're wrong. Let's see here. <laughs> Howdy, Larry and Darren. Ukraine, Ukraine won Eurovision 2022 by cheating. Being invaded by Russia. Can you believe it? Anyhow, you're welcome to invite your audience to listen to our podcast about artificial intelligence, AI.cooking. Read by Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent. Just enter AI.cooking in your web browser or podcast app. Yo. The Eurovision oh. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What I mean, is that? What does that mean? I don't know what that is. It's a song contest. And oh. uh, of course, the. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. The submission yeah. from the Ukrainians, I guess, won. I mean, all I know about Eurovision is what I learned on No Agenda. Yes. And they had to win. It was a fait accompli. Right. Of course. Because if they don't, then you were hateful people. But yes. Yes. You would rather give somebody an award just because their country was invaded rather mm-hmm. than worry about what maybe is the better song. It's like, right. you know, you, is, 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 is Russian not have written a better song? Maybe is it? 
is it why are why are we yeah. separating people i would only think that award would be valid if the performer was daria zaretskaya <laughs> who's also from ukraine yes mm-hmm. i don't yes. know if she writes anything but she definitely belts out <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> she, I mean, she would look just as good on one of No Beret's posts as uh, Ooh, No Beret should investigate her. I mean, wow, yeah. And it's interesting because I went back to the start of her channel, and she was cute, but she definitely realized what the selling aspect was. Oh, yeah. yeah, and her boyfriend. Oh God, he just got really lucky by by being Big around. Time. <laughs> it's like, Big time. Yes. It's like I hate yes. to tell you, nobody is watching for you dude i mean you're an okay guitar player nobody's watching for you no i mean we have to ignore the fact that that's still how the internet works right that (laughs) the pretty girls are the one that get uh, a lot more attention Mm -hmm. as i was uh, just scrolling through some stuff the other day you know with these one of these tiktok stories i came across a tiktok account because i still can't figure out what tiktok is supposed to be and it's there was just it's wait a minute it's a, it's a commie data gathering point is it not isn't that what it's supposed to be yeah yeah i mean that's what it is i mean i don't know why people actually watch it i understand why you want to collect the data mm-hmm. and i still have to wonder how much data has been collected there and used behind the scenes to just totally screw people's lives over because you know we gave it to tiktok yeah but there was a, an attractive girl i don't know how old she was you know doing the little dances and that and in the comments, people are like, oh, does she do Venmo? I'm like, wait, is this this? So you're basically like, well, I saw a pretty girl online. Can I send her money? Can I throw money? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like, is this where we're at? Really? This is, this is where we've always been at. And this is what the left left wing fucktards try to deny with their bullshit pronouns and their you know 72 genders and all this shit is, you know, girls are girls. Men will always do backflips for them i mean the greatest lesson ever in this is happening right now with johnny and amber right i mean look at this guy he was the biggest biggest fucking movie star for many years nobody could open a movie like johnny can you imagine the selection of women he had and he chose this fucking head case and i'm sure johnny doesn't seem like a dumb guy at all he seems pretty bright i am sure certain that as he traveled down the you know the courtship path with his broad he was getting red flags and warning bells bouncing around his skull constantly okay because nobody can nobody can subvert who they really are for very long and he didn't give a shit because she was smoking hot right and that's that's how the world works period it is the barney stinson from uh, how i met your mother it is the hot to crazy scale right and for a while, Amber Heard, she was pegging both of those scales. There's no question about it. Yeah, right. She was one of the girls on the list that if she mm-hmm. came out with the movie, I knew it was probably going to suck. Right. But Didn't like, care. I, I want to watch just to see how hot she is in the movie. Exactly. But see, we're smart enough to then once you pull back that curtain and see the reality of the personality, you're like, it doesn't matter how hot you are. Right. It does but not. To, no, but there are a lot. Of, there's so many guys that don't think that way. Really, really. I have a, a friend of mine uh, worked with so, some years ago, and uh, hadn't seen him in a while. And he, you know, we were, he was back in the east, and he, he he got married. He had a you know had a son, which 
you know, really, of course, complicated things. But we went for coffee one afternoon. And he said, and he, this guy just said, I had, he, it was funny. I wish I'd been rolling tape when he spoke. He said, I had to have the trophy chick that, you know, the nine and a half on 10, this, that is. And he said, she's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> he sounded a little like Scott Lobito. You know, he just, he did this incredible, this, this monologue rant about what a retard he was to have not just married, but procreated with this broad, which made it forever. You know, there's no divorce when they're kids. None. Divorce is a myth when there are children involved. Doesn't happen. It's only on paper. And uh, it was funny. And it was just typical. This is repeated millions and millions of times around the world. Always will be. And it's just because it is in our DNA as men where it's like, I hey, will put up with that. And yeah, yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> yes, it's worth it in the short term. Maybe you never. It's the, you know, the same thing. Yeah. On the other side of, well, no, they'll get better. They'll get better. He's a bad boy. I can tame him. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> Spoilers. It's never getting better. No, it is what it is. Ladies or gentlemen or anything in between. It's never getting better. And as I always tell my kids, I tell everybody, people never, ever change. What they do is as they age, they come they become even more intensely themselves. <laughs> Right. Well, that was the uh, can we can we give a Bill Cosby example? Is he OK to talk about yet? Uh, I don't sure <laughs> the uh, the whole bit <laughs> about drugs say. he used to do, which was, <coughs> excuse me, it, it intensifies your personality. It's like, yes, but what if you're an asshole? <laughs> yeah. It's like that makes a very good point. Did very, you cough into your elbow, by the way, just now? Hope so. No, I coughed uh, off to the side. Uh, nobody's in the room, but that's what happened. That's the only remnant that of COVID that's really left is if you, really if you yeah. kind of take that deep breath in every now and then, it's like, no, you want to cough. But if I was Joey, I'd be wearing a mask right now. Oh, should I, should I put, let me put three right. masks on here and uh, this will make <laughs> All right, now we're uh, ready to do the show, Larry. Uh, That's good. <laughs> we, we are completely, we're completely COVID safe now. It will not transfer through the internet now. It was very rude of me to be blasting COVID all the way through the internet into everybody's yeah, you're ears. A terrible person. I don't know why I hang out with you. Really, you're so rude. <laughs> That's always a good question. But we appreciate everybody for listening, and we appreciate everybody for supporting the show at PlanetRage.show. Um, I took a rare week off of. Uh, random thoughts so i need to i need to pump something out especially because i have a uh, a retinal doctor appointment on wednesday Uh oh it's in the morning which isn't a big deal but they do the dilation which means it's really hard to read anything for uh, hours yeah, sure sure so i need to get something in the can but uh yeah What's well, coming been in? A of a, been a lot of stuff uh, popping in the news the past couple of weeks in your absence. So there's plenty of material to strafe. Right? Plenty of stuff to rant about. Have an art show. Bring people in. <laughs> rants. What's he charging? I want to know that, too. I want to know that, too. man. I, you know what? If I was back east, I'd go. I'd be at that thing for sure. I would absolutely go there. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I'm going to be on the street corner. Here's my Venmo. Yeah. Help us out. Uh, what's coming up on that Larry show? Do you know? Is it a secret this week? It's, uh, I'm figuring out as as I go, Tara. But you can check out the last one, which is doing very well, called "In Search of Reality," and uh, you know it's really just it's it's a, it's a strange trip, and you may you may dig it. So it has been it. a long, strange trip, but that's what we do yes. here. We guide you, yep, yes, through the reality of yeah. planet rage. 
The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going to shit.